Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And the months continue to flip by. <laughs> it really does. Are we in March? We are in March, believe it or not. It's just too much for me right now. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to our third installment of 2022 of our Clinical Corner article. And I bet this one's just riveting. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool yeah. because it kind of focuses a little bit more on like prevention uh, versus maybe treatment. Which okay. is kind of cool. It's different, different hat to think about. Do we have our quiz question ready for our students listening? Quiz question for students would be, if you were asked for some sort of measure or test to look at injury risk for a, a collegiate cross-country runner, what would you think of? Reword that for me. <laughs> yeah, so let's say you have a patient. And they're a collegiate cross-country runner. Okay. And they're like, how could I see if I'm at risk for injury next okay. season? Is there anything you have in your toolbox you could use? Okay. So think about that, students out there. and We'll get you the answer. Or hopefully. Yeah. By the end of the episode, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> so we might give it away in the title, but we'll do our best not yeah. to. This was pretty cool. It's an article from last year. And what they looked at is a uh, Y-balance test, which is uh, a test uh, for the listeners out there who are non-clinical. It's a test where you balance on one leg and you would, um, there's different versions. There's like um, kits that you can get where you slide a plastic block along like a PVC tube. Or you can simply also use uh, a piece of tape on the floor. But imagine a Y. Yes, the letter Y. Right? It's why are we doing this assessment? It's it's the letter Y. The letter Y with with your foot in the center of where the three parts of the Y would meet. Mm -hmm. And you're going to slide your foot down the straight part of the Y and then back the two different angle parts of the Y. And so what we look at is we look at distance of how far you can move your foot. So this test takes a lot. It's what we call a functional test. It takes a lot of things into um, account because you have to have strength. You have to have balance. You have to have flexibility. Mm -hmm. So it's not like measuring one component. Like we could measure strength of one muscle group or we could measure flexibility of one joint or one muscle or we could measure balance. This kind of takes into account how you use all those things together. So it's kind of a cool test. Um, it is one that we use in the clinic um, as an exercise, believe it or not. So we'll use the um, what we call star balance drill or, you know, where you're balancing and, and kind of reaching out with your toe and, and building control, strength, and stamina. But it also can be used as a test. It sounds to me as if it's like um, twister. And you're it pushing, is kind yeah. of twister. You're putting yeah. like left foot on red, but red's way behind you. Yeah, and then it's a pretty good analogy. Kind of <laughs> watching them struggle to get back to blue. Yeah, well, you know, the best part of therapy is getting your patients to do really, really embarrassing things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 
just kidding. But no, um, it's it's a test that is similar to Twister if red was really far behind you and you were trying to get your yeah. foot on that. But you're also kind of, as a therapist, you're looking at their balance while, you know, their right foot's on green and their left foot has to get to red. Yeah, you're great in the so quality. Confusing. You're great in the quality of it, yeah. um, which is also kind of a component of the test um, and, and kind of factors into the scoring. So, um, but in this study, you know, what they first started, I, what the, kind of in studies, what they always do is identify the problem, right? So collegiate cross-country runners, they, they suffer from overuse injuries. And we've talked a lot on the podcast about overuse injuries with mm-hmm. running, um, like patellofemoral pain yeah. syndrome, Achilles tendonitis, shin splints, stress fractures. These all fall into a category called running overuse injuries or ROIs. And there's been as high as like 53% of division um, one through three runners suffering one of these. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you new runners out there, I think that's really, really important. Like 53% of college um, distance runners have suffered an overuse injury. And think about all the things they have on their side. They have training. Mm-hmm. They have youth. They have experience. <laughs> they have coaches. Yeah. And they're still suffering these injuries. And you wonder so, why they still do it. Well, I mean, it's the love of competition, and, yeah. I, and I get that. I just put it out there because, you know, we talk to a lot of different running groups, and we have mm-hmm. a lot of running listeners. And so I think people feel like, oh, you know, I'm not going to get hurt. Or if they do get hurt, they're like, God, why did this happen to me? Right. Like, I did all the things right. right. And so don't let it get you down because over half of collegiate runners are – or having an overuse injury, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, you know, pretty telling. That's, so yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So what we're trying, what they were trying to do, the way this study started was to understand some of the risk factors, because if they understand the risk factors, then they might be able to do some intervention because obviously there's factors that affect injury rate, right? You have previous injury history, um, you know, age, uh, male, female, all these things affect kind of like your rate of injury, mm-hmm. and you can't change those. What you can change is your training. We've talked before, like overtraining um, and modulation in sports and how that can affect injury rate. But you can also affect some of the like biomechanical inefficiencies with muscle strength or flexibility and how those are used. And so that's where this Y balance test comes in because it can kind of um, look at a lot of those different factors like we talked about. Have you ever done one? As a participant or as a tester? I have done both, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So when uh, we did a, we did years ago a functional movement screening course and did them as part of that, um, mm-hmm. have done them before, and then um, use them clinically to look at, you know, making recommendations. Um, you know, if people are, it's kind of falls into part of your clinical reasoning when you're looking at, are people ready for return to activity? You know, mm-hmm. what are they still lacking? Um, it can be a nice tool that we use to kind of look at their strength and stability. I feel like it might be like a trick. Like it looks like it should be easy, but then once you start doing it, you realize, wow, I really need, you know, help in this area. Or yeah. that I, my balance is just way off. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because, um, you know, sometimes we'll work with people and, um, you know, they may have like something uh, in their lower leg that's bothering them, like a tendonitis or something, and we'll think, Oh, we've talked about this before. Maybe it's a hip issue. And you put them on a test like this and they th- looking at it, they think they're going to blow through it. This is going right. to be super easy. And you have them do it and they're blown away at the difference. Yeah. 
And it really helps identify to the patient and get the patient to buy in, hey, one side's different than the other. Because mm-hmm. we're, one of the big things we're looking for in this test is asymmetry. Right. So just differences side to side. Yeah. So when they did this study, they kind of um, they had a group of, of athletes. Um, they had participants on um, one division cross-country team. And um, they tested them, and they looked back on the season and see who developed an injury. Okay. And so they tried to correlate how they did on their test to their uh, injury and if there were any factors that maybe indicated, hey, the people that had these factors didn't have an injury, and the people that had these factors did have an injury, okay. looking at the components of the Y-balance test. Um, it's previously already been found that people with this Y-balance test um, – it predicted um, occurrence in male high school cross-country runners. So it's already been kind of identified in that subset, but they wanted to kind of study both males and females and study the collegiate level and see if there was a carryover. Okay. So, and what they found when they looked at the results of the Y-balance test compared to, you know, could it predict injury, is that there was a couple of factors. Um, So... If they had more than a 5% limb asymmetry, so means like they could reach 5% further on one side than the other, um, then that was kind of an indication um, for potential injury, uh, particularly in a couple directions uh, with the Y-balance test, the posterior medial. So when if you're like standing on the Y and you think about reaching back behind you, Mm -hmm. you know, that seems to be a big factor. Um, they normalized, the interesting thing in this study is they normalized the distance that someone could reach on the Y-balance test for height because different people are different height. Their legs are a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, so if they only looked at distance um, across the group, then that was kind of an unfair advantage to right. you know different people with different leg lengths. So they normalized that. Um, and people that had um, basically... Uh, a 93.5% or so uh, normalized non-dominant limb cutoff score um, for for another different reach direction was another factor looking back that kind of indicated, hey, these folks may be at higher risk. Interesting. Yeah. So the article, again, we'll put this, as we have in the past, we'll put this in the episode notes, and you guys can have a link to it. Um, and it has some nice charts in there, and it can kind of tell the clinicians out there. I won't go into every single measurement, um, but it kind of tells the clinicians out there as you're calculating this, um, you know, some of the things that you might be wanna, want to be looking for. Um, it's previously been reported like a, a limb asymmetry difference more than four centimeters was kind of a cutoff um, for an effective test among mixed D1 athletes. So it was just any D1 athlete out there, not just cross-country. But in the current study, the optimal cutoff was identified at a little bit lower value. And the optimal cutoff in this study was like 2.5 centimeters. And it might be um, explained by the leg length relativity. So again, runners were typically a little bit shorter. So in the study, when runners and all athletes were mixed together, Um, they did maybe if like a runner and a basketball player are taking the same test, Mm -hmm. obviously there might be different differences. Yeah. So normalizing the leg length seemed to improve the testing 
um, predictive value when on the y balance When you say normalizing, test. are you meaning like they correlate their height with their leg length? Yeah, versus just okay. the raw distance that they could reach. Okay. Yeah. So let me get this straight. So if they did the test and they showed that um, degree of difference of the asymmetry, right? Mm-hmm. Then they went and ran and they got injured. You're like, oh, well, the test was right. You were going to get injured because you have this asymmetry. Yeah, they looked back after the season. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's say we have a runner or an athlete that comes in and does the test. Mm-hmm. And we say, yep, you have some asymmetrical problems. Mm-hmm. You are, you know. At gonna, a higher risk. Yeah, a higher risk to mm-hmm. get injured. What are some things that you would do, let's just say, for a runner to make sure that that doesn't happen? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, and I think that this test is a screening test. So as I mentioned, there's a lot of different components in this test that you're testing. Yeah, You're testing balance, you're testing strength, mm-hmm. you're testing flexibility. So it's only a start. You know, if you see that asymmetry, then you could kind of dig a little bit further. And you might want to look into... Um, you know, like their ankle flexibility. Okay. You might want to look into hamstring flexibility. You might want to look into hip strength, okay. um, individual like dynamic balance. So you would kind of dig in a little bit more. So you're like pinpointing where the actual problem exactly. is. Exactly. Okay. And there's obvi- there's tons of intervention that can be offered in terms mm-hmm. of strength, stability. It's just, I couldn't tell you like, hey, if you have a deficit in this Y balance test, this is the one thing you need to do. Right. Um, simulating the test probably is the one thing that'll be the easiest answer to that. Mm-hmm. So the star balance drill is a is an easy, simple answer. But, you know, one thing we try to do is customize everything to the patient. And so we're going to dig in with a patient that we find this asymmetry on and say, hey, now let's look a little bit deeper. You know, what are we really looking at is the cause here. And that's one of the things that we want to highlight with this article. Um, you guys have heard us talk about the Oxford Direct Club. And one of the things that we want to try to do is get in front of injury. Mm-hmm. And so um, you have the opportunity to join the Oxford Direct Club and get this functional movement pre-participation exam, even if you're not injured. Right. And then we can look at, okay, what are the things that are potential risk here for you? And how can we develop a program to mitigate those risks so you don't ever get, get injured? injured? Yeah, Exactly. And um, so if you are a, you know, a runner and you've had previous injury, that's already going to set you up, you know? So, um, these are some things that we're trying to offer on the front side so that folks aren't seeing these injuries. Again, we talk about direct access and there it is. you have direct access. If you need us for an injury, what we want to establish is direct access to the Oxford direct club mm-hmm. for prevention. I think you chose those words wisely, didn't you? Well, it has a little (laughs) bit of a ring to it, huh? Sure does. So are these, um, is this the only kind of assessment or test of its type or are there other types? Obviously, these are for like legs and lower body. Are there other kind of assessments that are used? Yeah, there's a lot of them really. Um, And that's why, you know, we have the functional uh, movement exam uh, and pre-participation exam. So we can kind of plug and play different tests into that exam based on the patient's demands, based on what they're going to do. Um, you know, uh, last year we did a screening event with a, with a youth baseball team, mm-hmm. and we looked at different factors in the upper extremity in terms of flexibility and different tests that we did with them um, related to their shoulder to try to see, hey, what are some things that we can do to screen out shoulder injuries um, and elbow injuries in the youth athletes? Mm-hmm. So 
Um, there's ways that we can look at prevention. There's, you know, movement factors involved in every sport out there. Right. And, you know, we can kind of drill down on those different techniques. This article was just really cool because, um, you know, we know that a lot of people are gearing up in the spring for running. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to get the information out there. Again, if it's able to look at cross-country Division One athletes and screen them out, you know, think about your, uh, you know, triathlon or think about your marathon, think about your 5K. Um, it's going to be able to help keep you injury free, too. That's right. It's all, you know, coming up so quickly. I can't believe it's March still. I know. <laughs> Time keeps flying. So, so do we have the answer for our students who are yeah, just waiting for, on the so, edge of their seats? You know, for students out there, um, you know, if you're looking at making recommendations, if you're looking at screening injuries and you have, uh, you know, Division One runner, uh, Division One cross-country athlete, you know, the Y-balance test is an effective part of that, you know, pre-screening process. And again, looking at, you know, differences, five and a half percent or so of asymmetry, um, two and a half centimeters raw difference. Those are the kind of big numbers you want to be looking at. So check out the article. It's got step by step on how to do the test. And um, it's really, really cool information. I think I could have guessed that answer, just to be honest. I, think I know. We just go so in deep, you know, in depth on these I'll have great to make articles. harder questions. <laughs> we give them a little break. They're working so hard That's in school. Right. We give them a softball in our episode it's just, here. It's for their egos and their makes them feel better, right? That's right. <laughs> we love our student listeners. Thanks for tuning in, and Absolutely. thanks to everyone out there. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!